Hi, welcome to this week's episode of The Content Barn. Uh, my name's Gary, I am the Creative Director for Capital Content, and I am here with Rachel, Head of Marketing. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Uh, this week's episode is all about engagement. Uh, we don't mean pre-wedding. <laughs> Although that's what we spoke about before. Uh, what we mean is how to get the most out of your video content, you know, aesthetically, technically, format wise. Um, I think you've got a couple of stats up your sleeve. Sleeve? 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 My sleeve. Sleeve. That's the, um, that's like that daddy brain. Yeah, right. Yeah, how do you spell sleeve? S L E E F. <laughs> oh, God. As if you even remember what that is anymore. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, as a marketing manager, you know, you, you fight for budget and you. Uh, want to invest it in great stuff and you have this idea in your head video I want to make videos but um, I think we've all had that experience of making something that we haven't thought out as well as we could and then you share it and you know two people like it and six people watch it yeah um, so so then you realize quite early on in your in your time in the marketing world I need to think about this a bit more I need to plan it and make it stand out from the crowd yeah, it's kind of like strategy versus tactics. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people really want to make video content, like you mentioned. So they just go out and make video content mm -hmm. and they don't think about the strategy or the tactics. No. Uh, so I think, yeah, like like you said, you've got, there's, there's a lot of video content that comes out. Yeah, I mean, I just had a, a quick Google this morning in 2019. Uh, 500 hours of video were uploaded to YouTube every minute which works out to 82.2 years every day. So 82.2 years worth of video content, new video content comes out every day on YouTube alone. So you don't upload everything you do to YouTube. So what about all the Facebook only stuff or the Instagram stories? And basically we're drowning. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, it's nuts. And that's 2019. Yeah, so like, it could be more now. It will absolutely be more during COVID. Like think of all the live Instagram shows that have gone on during COVID mm -hmm. and all of the TikTok dances that have happened <laughs> over the past six is months is that what you've been doing with your paternity leave yeah yes it is yeah i'm <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm addicted to tiktok <laughs> hi my name's gary i'm addicted to tiktok uh but i think so this week was really kind of to think about you know let, let, let's take a single video mm -hmm. uh, and let's strip it back to go right what are what are our tips tricks what should people be doing yep. to get this these videos that they want to create uh, above the water yeah, everyone's drowning. How do you get your head above the water in terms of video content? Man, we love an analogy here. We do, at but the thing is, you know, you see that number eighty-two point two years. So you technically the the videos that are uploaded today, you couldn't watch them all in your whole lifetime no. that's left. I'm sorry, but you're probably not going to live to. Well, how old are you now? Twenty-one. So that's right, one hundred and three. Yeah. Um, but but at the same time, if you're an organisation that has no video content. You look weird. You, you're almost like the equivalent of once upon a time not having a website. You know, people think, well, why don't you have it? So you need to be making the videos. You need to add to that sea of content, as we like to talk about an analogy. But it's got to be good content. Absolutely. So just before you tell us about uh, kind of the, 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 the content of the content, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you the only three reasons why a video goes viral. Okay. There are only three reasons why a video goes viral. So stay tuned to the very end. Here's <laughs> we'll your fast click, forward. Here's your clickbait, <laughs> click yeah. Because uh, I will tell you how to make a video go viral. And okay. you'll be surprised. So, yeah, the, I think the it's not the content of the content. It's the the subject or mm -hmm. the story or, of it, you know. So coming from a marketing manager, 
background, what what has worked well in terms of subject from a video perspective? Well, I mean, my background is in charity, mm-hmm. um, but I think across the board, it's about storytelling. We we do talk about the, the telling of a story a lot here. Um, it's not just about information. It's about forming a narrative. Um, so in the charity world, obviously emotion plays into that a lot, but I think actually emotion plays into um, into your stories, whatever industry you're in, because it's all about people. You know, even if you're selling products or services, you make it about the people. So yeah, I, I find emotion is a big thing. Um, also maybe humour as well. Um, but, but whatever it is, it is about having that story. That's why we storyboard out a video we don't just go in we think about how do we want to start it and where do we want to go with that and where do we want to end up um and i suppose the most important part of that is that first few seconds you've got to grab their attention in that first what would you say five first five seconds five seconds um and i think historically people have wasted that time with a animated logo yeah an animated logo or a um, introduction int- hi there my name is rachel and i'm talking to you from like it's a waste i've already quit out so um you have to get quite inventive not only with your story arc and how you tell it but also that first that first little bit how you grab people's attention before they you know if we think we watch most of it on our smartphones before they just scroll straight past absolutely i think you look at uh youtube and movie trailers Mm -hmm. right nowadays movie trailers have the first five seconds super quick cut massive explosion then they have the three minute trailer yeah uh, and that it's because that first five seconds needs to grab your attention. Mm-hmm. You know? And like you said, don't waste that first five seconds with an animated logo. Have your logo bottom right, 85% opaque. Mm-hmm. And don't introduce yourself. Put a title card. Don't spend five seconds saying, hi, my name is Gary. Mm-hmm. Put a title card up bottom left uh, saying Gary Gumbleton Capital Content, whatever yep. it might be. You know, um, Definitely the first five seconds. Because if if you haven't caught their interest, because there are a thousand videos in their feed that day, they're just going to scroll straight past it. It needs to be, what do they call it? Thumb optimized. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so, and, and, and I totally agree about the story. Taking one step back from that, it, it's who are you telling that story to? Yes, yeah, definitely. The, the audience is super key. You know, we did Property Week not so long ago. And as an example, you're not going to show a video of a five-bedroom house to a first-time buyer. Mm-hmm. They can barely afford to buy first time, <laughs> let alone buy a five-bedroom house. So yeah. it's the, the audience is super key on what drives your story. Uh, and the other thing, and this is kind of getting more into the tactics of the video, is the mirror, what I call the mirror strategy. Mm-hmm. If you are selling and this is a really basic example and i'm using pregnancy as an example because your baby's on the brain if you are selling breast pumps you don't want to have a man telling you that this breast pump is really good you want to have a woman telling you you don't be mansplained no that's right so you (laughs) so you want to be able to see yourself in the you want the viewer needs to see themselves in the video for them to have that instant that instant connection Mm -hmm. specifically in the first five seconds if you if possible uh, you need to have, you know, two videos of on the same subject, one male fronted, one female fronted. If you really want to get into the psychology things and do A-B testing mm-hmm. uh, against two different audiences. Yeah. Um, cool. So storytelling, emotion, humor. Yeah. Um, and really fine tune, cut out the fat. 
Yep. You know, there's a lot of things at the beginning there. Which does then take us on to the, the, the other thing we always talk about, which was length. Ah, uh, yes. So, yeah, cut out that fat, keep it, um, all the good stuff. So, but how long, I mean, you, I, I know what's worked for me, but yeah. you've worked on so many. How long would you say a video should be? Uh, it should be. It, it's It's funny. We've kind of gone full circle in terms of short term, sorry, short form and long form content, mm-hmm. uh, as well as uh, every, on demand and episodical. So, from a, a length perspective, I call it the one pound ninety nine strategy. Mm-hmm. So we all know that one pound ninety nine is two quid, right? We're not stupid. We have been desensitized to it all because it's been happening for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. Video in perspective, in perspective to in context in pers- whichever word it is uh, in relation <laughs> to currency is a relatively new medium so we're still tricked by the nine at the end of it okay uh, in terms of time so if the video is 29 seconds versus 31 you'll get more engagement because people will say to themselves i have more than 29 seconds mm-hmm. in my life to be able to watch this video mm-hmm. if it's 31 they'll go oh no it's over 30 seconds or yep. 59 seconds you yep. know um so i would definitely go for 29 or 59 mm-hmm. uh, if you can 15 yeah 15 second clip brilliant like if you for example we've got this podcast we're gonna uh, smash out what i call skittles okay. uh square cut thought leadership sctl oh, yeah. uh and It'll be a soundbite from this podcast to get people to go and then listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that will be 15 seconds. It'll be basically me saying this exact thing, 15 seconds, pow. They'll watch all of that. Um, and most of your, uh, the, the real aim, the, the the goal, the precipice of video content, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing out words here. Uh, <laughs> they sound about right. Yeah, is five <laughs> seconds. If you could do a five second video, sweet. Nailed it. People will, you know, don't don't carry on, don't have a, you know, try and use all the tactics you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the aim is not to get your point across; it's to capture someone's attention. Yeah, and then right. lead them somewhere else. A call to action, right? absolutely. Yeah. Um, if you do need to have a longer video, uh, have a mid-roll CTA, a mid-roll call to action. So halfway through, drop in an advert, click here, or make sure the person in the video says click here to subscribe or click here to go whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because nine times out of ten they're not going to get to the end so don't leave your link to the end of the video yeah I mean that fits in with something as a marketer that I think of a lot so everything I do I like to think of it in terms of what's the problem that's being faced by our audience and what's our solution so um, I can imagine if I was going to make a five second video it would just be going straight in pitching that question that's in their mind already you know that's what we do when we optimize for search engines we think what are the questions what are the the terms that people are typing in so in video it's what are the questions that people have got in their brain put it on the screen in front of them give them the answer and drive them somewhere brilliant so so there are you know so we've got the story uh we've got the audience and now that's the length of video there are a few other kind of technical or aesthetic requirements or tips that we would usually recommend in Mm -hmm. any type of video um i think a lot of the content that's out there is talking heads. Yeah. Uh, interview somebody. Uh, they are telling their opinion or they're explaining a subject. Um, and there are two different types of talking heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people are creating their own content, this is going to be the majority of the content that mm-hmm. they're going to create. Two different types of talking heads. Uh, one is 
off cam and one is down the lens. So mm -hmm. off cam is where the person is aligned left or right to the rule of thirds on the screen. So if you cut the a video, you know, it's like a rectangle. Yep. You have it in three thirds, funnily enough. Mm -hmm. um, if you have them aligned, you know, I think most phones actually you can put a grid on the phone, on the actual lens itself. So they're either aligned left or right and they're looking off camera about 45 degrees. Normally talking to someone that's asking them questions. That's right, right, yeah. So the actual interview process outside of the video is way more natural mm -hmm. you're basically talking for half an hour and you're making a two minute video out of it so that's really easy because you're conversing rather than scripted uh what that gives the viewer is the sense of them stumbling across a conversation rather than being told to uh, so that's one and the other one is down the lens where they are center aligned uh Obviously, you can break all of these rules, but generally they are center aligned and they're looking right at the lens. And this it generally drives emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, you look at Benedict Cumberbatch uh, trying to raise cash for uh, water.org, for example, mm -hmm. you know, and he's delivering his emotive message right down the lens to really try and connect with the viewer. Yeah. The whole Mona Lisa kind of thing, you know. Um, so that's the two different types of talking heads. And what I, what I will say as someone that's worked um, for charity, so a, a lot around sort of storytelling, um, personal experience videos, is that the first one where they're looking off camera is the easiest one to make um, if they're not them feel comfortable. Yeah. But the looking down the camera is the best one to get the most emotive video. So it's a bit Absolutely. of a balance. Yeah. You need um, a case of sort of talent who are comfortable confident in front of the camera yeah. to do the staring down Absolutely. the lens yeah. but it looks great uh, and then from an engagement perspective obviously that the the talking heads is the main thread of the video mm -hmm. but you don't just want it to be talking heads because that's pretty boring mm -hmm. you need to have other shots dropped in there um, and those shots are b-roll mm -hmm. uh, as someone relatively fresh to a video content agency how would you explain b-roll um so that's like um that's nice footage of people like walking along holding hands or making a cup of tea that kind of stuff right? uh yeah so let's <laughs> say we are interviewing somebody from the ministry of defense yeah do we have somebody making a cup of tea in the background <laughs> <laughs> maybe they've got a gun I don't know. but like yeah cleaning maybe their gun? he's clean oh he's clean, cleaning his gun he, he says <laughs> doing it doing air quotes yeah that's our side our side hustle isn't it yeah uh <laughs> so uh yeah it's relevant shots action shots uh, yeah and uh, as an example uh we might uh, interview a pe teacher and the b-roll would be him or her putting goalposts out for example mm -hmm really that is used to show context or put the subject in situ um, but technically it also hides the cuts so if we interviewed somebody for 20 minutes and we're making a one minute video we've obviously cut some stuff out ums ahs rambles mm -hmm. we it's a, we don't want to show that we've cut anything out so we put b-roll over the top of that cut to hide one shot to the second shot mm -hmm. so that's b-roll uh i'm going to test you on these by the way okay. so time lapse time lapse is the when you film and then speed it up so you film stuff happening and speed it up Te technically uh, it's exactly correct. oh no you stop and pause you stop and pause that one. Oh no know. you, you should have quit where you're ahead there <laughs> so a time lapse technically yes it is a video that is fast forward did mm -hmm. uh, but in in reality it's a image taken every couple of seconds for okay. example um 
so and that you know if you want to do a time lapse over three days and you take one every hour or whatever it might be it all depends there's a calculator all depends on the length of video versus the length of time of the actual so, subject so is itself. this like when you um leave your camera out and film a sunrise or something uh, exactly that, okay yeah. got you um so that's a time lapse and then the next stage of a time lapse is a hyperlapse Oh, I've got we speed it up faster. I don't know. <laughs> Close. Uh, no, uh, a hyperlapse is a moving time lapse. So instead, a time lapse is static. Like you said, you're just looking at the sun. But if you had your camera moving towards the sun as you were doing that time lapse, that that therefore is a hyperlapse. Oh. That's really cool. Quite difficult to do. Yeah. Well, um, takes ages. Loads of effort. When, when, what sort of context would you use that? Uh, you would use it in the same as a hyperlapse. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, you use it as the same method as a time lapse. And really, any of these shots that we're going through is to help engagement. Mm -hmm. You drop in these different types of shots to keep the viewer engaged throughout the video. Um, so you drop in the B roll because you don't want to watch an interview the whole time. To mix it up, you might drop a time lapse in to show so the pa scale. like pro process or like passage of time and yeah, that kind of stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so time lapse, hyperlapse, uh, stop motion. That's the one where you stop and start. That's like um, like the little plasticine, like Pingu or something. Right? Absolutely, yeah, that's yeah. right. The a great example when we did a blog of this a little while ago. Uh, a great example is a few years ago the BBC did uh, some like plasticine model dancing thing of like an Indian family that uh, owned a shop, mm -hmm. and she was in a dance show. He her dad didn't really care too much. Anyway, that is there's also a behind the scenes that is an amazing example of stop motion. Mm -hmm. Like it, it, it's a lot of effort, but the reward is really high too. Uh, stop motion and last but not least drone yeah what's that the little the, the things that fly up in the sky to, to spy <laughs> yeah. on us all yeah absolutely that's right <laughs> uh, so massive massive influx of drones consumer based drones in the past four or five years uh, they've become cheaper they've become better mm -hmm. uh, everyone thinks they're a drone pilot and the CAA civil Av civil aviation authority um really clamped down because they didn't want idiots flying drones around catwick yeah uh, so now you pretty much have to have a pilot's license to commercially fly a drone uh which is great i totally recommend getting that license if you're a hobbyist you don't need a license right. which scares me even more because if you're a hobbyist you're a hobbyist and you can just fly wherever you want and you're an idiot and you fly it over schools and stuff yeah whereas if a commercial operation like us we have to have a full license you know just uh, and but we're going to fly it properly anyway yeah that being said drones are great you know the it shows scale it yep. shows you know previously weren't able to get shots like a few years ago people were amazed at a drone shot mm -hmm. now maybe a little bit not so much but still not everybody can fly a drone yeah one pain is when you do start flying a drone anybody within like a hundred meter distance comes over and goes oh that's cool cool can I have a go <laughs> no mate it costs like Working. two grand and it's got my phone strapped to it, which is another <laughs> thousand pounds. Can you please leave. Uh, so yeah, drones absolutely. Uh, you know, it's great for construction, great for property. Hotel, uh, hotel you did a hotel. Recently. Oh, we did a that hotel one. Yeah, lovely sunset yeah. over a hotel. You can take photos and do time lapses and mm -hmm. hyperlapse and stuff like that with a drone as well. Um, but yeah, logistically it can be a bit of a pain. And uh, yeah, we all know obviously what happened a year or two ago around Gatwick, mm -hmm. flying drones. So. Um, so it's really good because like even the software itself doesn't allow you to fly it somewhere they've obviously hacked their own drone okay. to kind of go because uh, we can't fly over schools for example not that i've tried <laughs> what i mean is that i was flying my drone around our drone around we've a got a building. school over the road haven't we yeah i was trying to fly the drone 
uh, around a building and it would stop as if it had hit a wall and just wouldn't move any further. That's crazy. Uh, and that's because the school was geofenced on a global like network to say that that drone can't fly that's over that school. Really, I mean, that's great. Yeah. But I can't, I can't even fathom the technology. Yeah, it's nuts. Um, so, uh, B-roll, time-lapse, hyperlapse, drone, talking heads yeah pretty much all you're going to need for and any... just mix them up absolutely yeah i mean your main thread is going to be talking head drag and drop a bunch of those other shots to keep the engagement mm-hmm. 29 seconds 59 seconds if you are paying out for content which obviously as a video content agency i would definitely recommend <laughs> do not correlate the cost of that video to the length yes. of the video yeah absolutely. Uh, because the it's the power or the message that you're getting across that you're paying for, mm-hmm. not the length. You know, you could spend half a mil on a 30-second television commercial. Uh, or, you know, the the value is not in the length of video, it's in the impact. It's or, in the en- engageability of it. Yeah, right? thumb optimization. Thumb optimization. <laughs> we should put that on our website. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, hopefully we've kind of helped. I think we're running at about 20. You did make a promise at the beginning. Oh, yeah. The three reasons why. Thank you for reminding You're me. You're welcome. Um, the listeners will thank you too. So, yeah, there are, I'll quickly run through it. There are only three reasons why a video goes viral. I have a lot of clients that always ask me, can you make a viral video for me? The answer is no. It's the viewer that makes the video go viral. Mm-hmm. Uh, three reasons. is a TED Talk uh by a guy that used to be the head of statistics at YouTube. Mm-hmm. Definitely the, the guy to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, reason number one, he called it tastemakers. Okay. Uh, but nowadays we call them influencers. So if you were to get Justin Bieber, really relevant pop star, uh, <laughs> to share your video, your yeah. video will therefore go viral. Mm-hmm. Um, audience participation. So uh, Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah. Or... What's that? I think it was by Bauer. It was like a music video where there would be just like one person standing there nodding their head, and then all of a sudden it would cut, the beat would drop, and there'd be like a thousand people going nuts. Oh, in the music yeah. Video. Um, was that the, the, the Harlem Shake? Oh, that's it. Yeah, Harlem Shake. And actually, TikToks generally, yeah. it's just people doing the same Absolutely. rubbish dance. Yeah. Uh, but I still watch them. Yeah. Uh, Tastemakers, audience participation, and oh my goodness. Is it like falling over? oh unexpectedness okay. it is like falling over <laughs> unexpectedness i'm amazed uh yeah so an example of which is what he uses is casey neistat neistat however you pronounce it he's cycling along talking about rubbish being left in cycle lanes and bikes going over it and then he crashes into rubbish in a cycle lane <laughs> because it's unexpected you want to share that experience yeah. with your friends and therefore you share it so there are the only three reasons why our video goes viral the new or one that I feel I'm going to start to add now because this video was done a few years ago uh, is current affairs. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at George Floyd as an example, yep. uh, that wasn't. I mean, it was. I mean, it's not even unexpected anymore. You know, it's not unexpected. It's not audience participation, and it's not tastemakers. This was at Joe Bloggs with a camera, filming a rather you know awful situation. That was current affairs, mm-hmm. and that was real time, and that went viral. Yeah. Uh, so I think the fourth and the most dangerous uh, in virality for a video uh, is current affairs. Sadly. Okay. So on on that really happy note, uh, yeah. well, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure what we have next week, but keep listening. Press subscribe at the top. Click follow. All of those lovely buzzwords. Yeah. Um. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. Thanks. Cool. Peace. Bye.